Oh my god, are Badgers on Suicide Watch? Because down south, yeah. I have seen like I've never seen so many dead badgers. It, it used to be foxes, but it's now all badgers. So take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Well the connection is slightly unstable by the looks of it, but if you've got us, you've got us. If you know, you know, and if you are here, you are here. He's here. Hello, I'm he, here. He's he's here. He is in the room. He look, oh 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 look look. <laughs> he is in the studio. He is the other side of the studio. So John, speak to the masses. Welcome, one and all, to this the eighty-first episode of Chasing Descent, with both of us again live and in person from the studio this time. Yep, yep, yep. We are here. We are in the room. He's somewhere over there. I can see him. He gets in the shot. There he is at alarm's reach. <sighs> Happy Easter to you too, Rebecca. Happy Easter to you too, Spencer. Good evening, and I hope we are all well. How are we all? Are we well? Uh, John, are you well? Yes, I'm well. I'm well rested. I had a lovely sleep last night somewhere near Wolverhampton. I was going to say you were you were you were by some canal, weren't you? Yes, yes, it was very idyllic. Yeah, uh, I hope the audio is good for you. We did sort of play around with the levels and stuff beforehand, so it should all sound good. Good evening, Mr. Jungle Griffin. Uh, lovely to see you there in the chat. Good evening to you, those watching on all platforms. If the connection is a little bit choppy tonight, let us know, and I will endeavour to sort it out by dropping some additional streams that we are running. Uh, Spencer says your audio is echoing a bit, but John's is fine. Uh, there's not much I can do about that. I think that's probably because of the ambience with more than one mic in the room. It's because of your the, the timbre of your voice than the projection that you put behind it. Yeah, well, you know, it is it is what it is. It is what it is. We are we but we are here. We are in person. We will endeavour to push the hell on. It was it was really warm in here earlier. Now it's freezing. Yeah, that's because we've had the door open for ages to try and cool the place down. I've got a blanket on my legs. Yeah, it's, it's a big pond. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, that is true. I, I I'm not going to disagree with that statement. I'm afraid. No, we went. We took a walk to the local pond, and and he wore a jacket. I was cold. It's seventeen degrees. I was cold. It's seventeen degrees. I was, uh, for fuck's sake. Um. So, how, how was your journey? The journey was um, was relatively okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I what? I've been told. Remember, you reminded me. Ask you about oh, something yes. along your journey. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm passing Preston of all places, and and I sees on a motorway bridge words scrawled on it, and in yellow graffiti. And I thought, that's strange. And as I, I passed underneath it, I read it and it said, keep left unless you're overtaking. And I thought, that's a rather specific graffiti message. I mean, that really is, yeah. Right. And then then about another mile or two down the road, there's another motorway bridge. Right. And this time the message is, are you a middle lane moron? Right. Right? And then I've, I've, 
I'm looking at this and I'm laughing because I, I have certain thoughts running through my head. And then another couple of miles down, there was another motorway bridge and written on this one is, um, what was it? The last one was, or, don't be a, don't, is it, don't be a middle lane, don't be a middle lane moron, move over, right? Right. And I thought, what kind of person, right? What kind of rule follower can scribble graffiti on motorway bridges telling you to follow the rules for the motorway but they themselves aren't following the rules about not graffitiing <laughs> public property. So do you think it was real graffiti, or do you think this is some sort of fucking government scheme? No, I think this is real graffiti. It was that poorly executed, it's got to be real graffiti. Yeah, but you say that poorly executed. How how well did the government execute yeah, these No, but it was, um, it was... It was you could see someone was struggling to do it backwards, you know, so that you could, because you know, obviously they were hanging down and spraying it. Yeah. You know, and you could see they were struggling and some of the letters had run into each other and. Right. And it wasn't terribly legible, but it was so fucking funny. And I'm thinking, how can a rule follower do that? Well, you know, that's that's what they do, isn't it? And and But they're not following the rules by, by breaking the law by graffiti in the bridge. It's ironic. I absolutely agree it's with fucking you. Fucking ironic and a capital I. Yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's absolutely ironic. It but... did cause me much merriment. Well, I think it would cause me much merriment also, John. Um, I have noticed uh, a lot of motorway bridges, actually, with uh, many anti-restriction signs. Did you see any of them on the no, way? No, not one. I mean, I've seen photographs. There's lots a lot of, of freshly painted bridges, <laughs> but none, none with any anti-restriction stuff. So when we go into uh, when we're going west and we're going towards sort of uh, Brighton Way, yeah. If we go along the coast, you go for a little town called New Haven, and on the way into New Haven off the coastal road, there is a, I guess it's a you know a burger shack, yeah, and it's in a layby. And for all of 2020 and a fair amount of 2021, it had very anti-restriction, anti-government messages just spray-painted all over it. So anyone coming along the coastal road, your government is lying to you, this, that, and the other. Yep. Uh, Coof 1984. Yep. Um, and then I went. we went through uh, last week, and it's got a nice, fresh coat of paint on top of it it's now grey it's now gum metal grey and I thought somebody's bought that haven't they yeah. <laughs> Just, but um, but yeah it, it was always good fun to, to have a look at that but now it's gone uh, there was also uh, in, in a little town called Peacehaven a little bit further west on the way there, there was a house and it had like murder house government Sussex police cover up and things like spray painted all over it <laughs> And that was there for years, and yeah. now that is gone. That that is gone. So, uh, well, yeah, because you don't want you don't want the populace getting the wrong idea that they have freedom of speech. What's that? Exactly. What's, what's exactly. that? So, did I tell you about the conversation I had in the Starbucks queue? Sort of. You sort of 
tweeted about it, but yeah, you didn't so, say much. So I'm standing in the Starbucks queue, and, and you know, there's a guy in front of me. This, and bear in mind, this is still in Scotland. This is in Scotland. In Scotland. In Scotland, right. right. So this, I think this was Gretna Services. Or was it the one? But anyway, it was still in Scotland, or just in Scotland. Um, and we, uh, the guy in front is uh, is waiting about, and I'm waiting about. And I goes, what was it I said? I said something to break the ice, like, you wouldn't want to be in a hurry for your coffee, would you? Hmm. You know, and, and he started chatting, and he turned out he was a teacher. A, a school teacher? A school teacher. A moulder of minds. Mm-hmm. Someone who directs the youth. And he wasn't wearing a mask. In Scotland? In Scotland. We, and talk, I, we and talk about people wearing masks in schools in Scotland in a minute, John, I'm sure Yeah, but he, he wasn't wearing a mask. He, he wasn't Scottish, he was an English school teacher. Right, so was he on holiday? He was taking. He was bringing his daughter, who is a Scottish school teacher, back up to where I just left. Because <laughs> she'd been down visiting him, and he was bringing her back up. So she was down visiting. So she's a Scottish school teacher. Her father is an English school teacher. <laughs> yeah. She was down visiting her father, so she came down into relative normality, and then he had to return her to Scotland. Yeah. So he had to walk into dystopian nightmare once again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was standing in the queue, and he was unmasked, as were many in in this particular service station. But I think this was right on the border, so you all the English people weren't wearing masks, right? And all the Scottish people generally were wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and never the twain shall mix. But um, anyway, I had a chat with him, and um, it, it turned out quite good because he said that the whole thing, the whole, the whole um, pandemic thing, was a bit of a, a damp scrub. Um, <sighs> I can't been... say that on YouTube, John. Oh, sorry. It should have. Um, the the lockdowns didn't amount to anything. I mean, that's. I mean, and the masks have done nothing but harm the mental health of the kids, and and. Not done much good for the teachers either. I mean, you're only talking about, you know, facts, science, reason, yeah, evidence, know. data. What's that, John? What's that? We'll need to pull it off YouTube now. Oh, yeah. just for talking about reality. I know, it's crazy. It is, it is crazy, but, you know... But all this was unsolicited. Right, so he I, was just looking for somebody to talk to he was just that looking, might listen. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't ask him about COVID, and I didn't bring it up, so... That was good, and then of course there's the um, the perspex dance that you do at every every time you buy coffee. Absolutely, they have these per- perspex screens round with a wee hole for the the cash machine to put, you know, the the till thing to poke through. Yeah, but nobody can speak through the perspex. You know, everybody goes round the side of it. So why are they still there? So DW is saying that your audio is doubled. Um, Who's? Uh, Ben's little echo on your mic. John's audio is fine. I don't know what's going on here. We will just continue the show, and yeah. you'll have to put up with it because we set this up on the hoof. Okay. I don't know why you would be echoing. That's weird. I maybe because uh, bouncing into your mic. I'm not sure. That should catch it. It's dead. I know. It's it, it, it's maybe very. You need to turn your volume down. I know your volume. As in, speak quieter. Yeah. Speak. Does, ask them if that helps. Does this help? Does this make a little bit of a difference? Let me know in the chat. Is it fine? Let me know. 
please. Talk to him. Adam says that's better. Oh, there you go. There we go. It's just your, it's your natural ebullience. <sighs> Sorry, I'm a, I'm a performer. <laughs> so Spencer says perhaps you should have used a Perspex screen. That would have boom, pro- boom. It probably would have worked as well. Yeah, That's the funny have, thing. I've seen the baffle. But tell us about the, the Perspex dance at the service stations. Yeah, so <laughs> it was quite good. I was in Cobham Services. Yep. And I went. I was in the queue for Starbucks, and it was a busy, busy Starbucks. It, always, they, it always is a Cobham, were, yeah. They were running it well. They had, like, four baristas. All making coffees. All making coffees, and two... Two order takers. Okay. And and they were doing well. They were ripping through the crowds. Um and and the order taker, of course, when I got my turn, I, I was observing the people in front of me and everyone without fail was talking through the gap between the two perspex screens at the order taker. Of course they were, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I said to her, I was just laughing at all at everything because everybody's got to talk through the gap, and she goes, "Yeah, otherwise we can't hear them, and they and they can't hear us." <laughs> so I'm like, "Where are they taking them away?" And she goes, "I don't know. It's a joke." <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is Cobham as well, so this is well south. Oh this yeah, is, this is well south. This is south of London. This is M twenty five. This is Surrey. Sort of, yeah. This is Surrey Kentway, and uh, why are we? I don't know why we've even still got them. To be honest, especially down here. And then, and then I, I was looking at the the seating arrangements, and there's all these big perspex screens between the tables and things still. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Because everybody's nobody's bothered with it. You know, they're just sort of milling about, and and nobody's really giving you the. Nobody's doing a coof dance anymore, apart from one woman, and I shall come to this. But nobody's doing that, you know, that dance where you, you're you walking towards someone yeah. and suddenly they jump away. That yep. seems to have gone away. Yeah. Nobody seems to be bothering with it anymore. Nope. Um, which is good, which is good. Except for when I stopped to get petrol in on the ESO station on the A27. Oh, my God, right. So the ESO station on the A27, so you're, you're near Lewis Way. You're, yeah. You're yeah. coming back that way. So I goes in, pays it, and the guy was fine, pays my money, turns around, and there's a, a older woman coming towards me, and she goes... <gasps> <laughs> and I'm thinking, what, what does this mean? <laughs> I'm just looking at her going, ah. I mean, she wasn't wearing a mask or anything, but I'm just, I don't know what she was trying to convey. Um, fear. Because I was walking towards her. You're, you're a dirty virus vector. Uh, Adam says it might have been a mating dance. <laughs> I think she was well beyond the age for mating. Uh, oh, well, you never know. You never know. Um, but, but uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be seeing Adam tomorrow anyway, so yeah, he can explain yeah. himself in a... In, in deeper terms as to what he means by that maybe he's been watching a few too many badgers <laughs> oh speaking of badgers oh my god are badgers on suicide watch because down south yeah I have seen like I've never seen so many dead badgers I, I, it used to be foxes but it's now all badgers so 
we have badger coals quite often down here, right? Yeah, but are they culling themselves by yeah, running I, I think, water away? So basically, I think they've had enough of the badger coals, <laughs> and they're just like, right, that's it. We're Fuck going it. out on our own terms. <laughs> yeah. That is it. We we are we don't want. We don't want to be told when our lives are ending. We won't. We don't want to be chased down by the dogs or the man with the gun. It's it's time. We're just going jump in front of the A twenty seven, in front of the A twenty two, the M twenty three, the M twenty five. Hi there, Jess. The How are you this evening? I can see you in the chat. Every motorway I've seen a dead badger. Yeah. So we were driving. Even the M eight um, and the M seventy four. We were driving to Alton Towers once. This was uh, this was before the kids. Um, I may or may not have had a driving license at the time. I'll leave that one entirely up to you. But we were we were driving to Alton Towers, and to avoid motorways, which I may or may not have been legally allowed to drive on at the time, we decided to drive overnight and take all of the country fucking roads from here to <laughs> from here to Alton Towers. So you arrived at Alton Towers with fifteen badgers and a deer. <laughs> no, I tell you what, we nearly did kill a badger. He ran out in front of us, and if it wasn't three o'clock in the morning, the manoeuvre I would have made, well, I did make, would have caused a head-on collision, put it that way. But did not kill him. He he lived to run in front of traffic another day, which I'm sure he did, and I'm sure he likely did not survive. But, yeah, no, um... That that they are they're just suicidal creatures. They yeah. just they just run out in the road. Uh, I mean, look at look at Adam's videos of them. They just run up to his door and start eating from the bowls. Yeah, I know. They just know. he just he just feeds them. And then he opens the door and stands on them. Chrissy says a couple of pheasants. They are mental beasties. Well, I killed a deer shortly before the coof started. Oh, is this purposely or, or by No, no, by ice, completely by I mean, the, <laughs> I even have it on dash cam, right? So it's like, I'm driving down the road. It's a country road. I'm driving yeah. down the road. I go round the corner. There's nothing. The road's straight, and I'm opening it up slightly. I'm only, do, I'm only doing about 60, which is the legal limit. And the deer comes from the left, okay? So, so like... He Communism come, and shit. He, 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 no, but he comes, <laughs> he comes from the hedge on the left. And it's like he bounds out of the hedge right. and looks directly at me. And I make eye contact with the deer and I think, fuck me. This isn't going to end well for you. <laughs> and the next I mean, thing, we shouldn't be laughing. No, we shouldn't be laughing. The next thing, bang, okay? Yeah, and and um, I, I uh, the deer the deer died instantly. I think. Well, I'm glad it was instantly. Yeah, it wasn't flopping about. It was just boom. It was. It was. The lights were his, out. His head took out my headlamp, and about a quarter of the front bumper of the car disappeared. The ironic thing was, it was a fully electric car. <laughs> <laughs> environmentally friendly but he obviously didn't hear me coming <laughs> and that is the danger of electric cars really isn't it yeah. I mean anytime I'm sort of hobbling around in the Morrison's underground car park it's oh, quite dark yeah. down there go watch out for the bastards and then that fly. bastard fucking electric taxi flies in there and you don't hear it and you do see it 
Uh, apparently, my troll has deactivated both of his accounts. Oh, good, good. Because as you've seen, I've had another troll. Yes, you have indeed. It's the same person. It's Mr. Redmay. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I almost said a bit too much there. Almost gave away the surprise. Got some nice lunch booked in Kingston on Thames in a week. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just uh, so anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. The electric vehicles are—they creep up on you. They do, they do. Um, and uh, Jessie says she's had fun harassing the harasser. Cool. I've been watching her. She did look like she was having a blast. That's good. To be That's honest. Good. Uh, Chrissy says, uh, with response to your dear story, uh, venison for all. Yeah, it was. It was a roadier, so it wasn't huge. Yeah, well, it was probably probably fed you quite well. It probably could have, yeah. I mean, I, I did you see the size of that one tiny little lamb leg? Yes, yes, I, I did. I... Oh, I'm still full up from it. Yeah, it was a nice little nice little lamb leg, a bit cremated. I must admit, uh, 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 it could have done with about twenty minutes less. Uh, yeah, 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 but this is remember we have a senile seventy uh, plus year old woman. Yeah, and that's how she likes her lamb. Okay, and 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 so you've you've got to you've got to respect your elders, appease your elders. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if if I'd had it my way, it'd have been an hour less. Yeah. 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 It'd be my way. Uh, Chrissy says Kingston on Thames. Oh, I was there last year. Yeah. I know she was. She went Lovely. to she went to a nice little show there, didn't you? You flew into London and went to Kingston for a nice little show because. And she was breaking the rules then, by the way. She was flying out of Scotland without a mask on. Um, Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. really? Why would anyone fly anywhere with a mask on if they could avoid it? I mean, we've just been trying to be able to fly somewhere at the yeah. moment, but the, uh, the, the the airline is not playing ball, is it? No, it's not. It's not. <sighs> it's too, too expensive. Well, yeah. Yeah, you can say that again. Too expensive is an understatement. Yeah, I was I, I I was ready to buy maracas. I was ready to buy a sombrero. I was ready to troll the living shit out of everyone, just like. But the 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 prices they're asking at the moment are just insane. Yeah, even even with the um even with the the, the uh, air miles, it's not working. Well, even with the air miles, they're still wanting thousands. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Chrissy says, I did indeed, and yes, I broke a fuck ton of rules to go. No one was keeping me from Dan Reynolds. I don't know who Dan Reynolds is. I don't either. I mean, I, I, I personally know a man named Dan Reynolds, but he's, he's a drummer, but he's probably not the drummer that she's on about. Right. Okay. But I, I personally know a guy called Dan Reynolds, who's a drummer. Um, Old friend. Broke his back once. We were out drinking, and he decided to climb on a roof. And then he just decided to try and jump from the lower roof to a balcony. So he jumps. A bit of parkour. Yeah, yeah. He pissed out, pissed, pissed out of his tree. Uh-huh. So he jumps, uh, grabs Complete, onto this balcony. Oh, he, he made it. He made, he made, grabbed it, and then the, the balcony just slipped out of his hands. And he broke his back. Oh. And uh, he, he had a lovely little cafe, and... His mother ran the cafe and then decided to start buying all of the ingredients, like the fry-up foods, from Tesco's rather than the wholesaler. 
and essentially ran him out of business by accident because she didn't know what she was doing. Oh, so she was paying top dollar for our food? Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was paying top dollar for absolutely everything and essentially ran him completely out of business. Oh, my God. It's, 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 it is what it is, but hey-ho. Hey-ho, indeed. Right, so what's been going on in the world? <laughs> the bastard son. <laughs> the bastard son's been caught out, hasn't she? Uh, I would say caught out is an understatement. Well, should I say caught out again? Because it's not the first time she's done this. Yeah, but this is so blatant now, right? Yeah. This is so blatant because she was taking... Oh, dear. She was taking her press shots. She was taking her press shots and then the second the press shot stopped... She's in a school. So we'll set the scene. She's in a school in Scotland. She's taking a, you know, a press shots. I'm in my mask. Oh, yeah. Take me. Take me selfies. Oh, I look press. Come and take pictures. I'm in a mask. The second the press are done, the second she stopped taking the selfies, off it comes. And she starts going on camera with school kids and going on their cameras. Not thinking, oh fuck, why, oh fuck. So she's she's in the school. So she's in trouble with the police. Well, someone's reported her to the police. Whether or not she'll be in trouble with the police. Well, the thing is, if if I'm guaranteeing you, the bastard son would have called for Boris Johnson to be fined, right? Did you not? She called for him to to be to resign. Oh, maybe she should practice what she, she preaches. preaches. Yeah, I think she should. You know, because if, you know, if she's a woman of real integrity, the thing is, she's obviously—I mean, she got caught before, and she said she would never do it again, and she's done it again, right? She said it was important not to to do what she did and to follow the rules and to wear masks at all times, and she's done it again. She's obviously not exempt, or she would have claimed out the first time. So, I think I think she she has to fall on her sword. I well, I think so. Right? She she claims to be this grand woman of integrity, far more integrity than Boris Johnson. Fall on your sword. Fall on your sword, woman. Yep. Come on, we're both looking down our cameras at you now, Nicola. Fall on, fall your, on your sword. sword. Down you go. Bye bye. See you later. Ooh. <laughs> and she's infuriated the, the loyalty of the SMP. So, Spencer puts in the chat here, the Scottish government said the incident on Saturday was an issue for the party. No, it's not. It's an issue for the police. Why was it an issue on Saturday? Why did this happen on a Saturday? Why would why was she at school on she a was Saturday? It wasn't a school. It was, she, that's, oh, the one on Saturday was in a barber shop. Oh, she's done it again. Oh, yeah, she's done it more than once. Jeez, she was in a barber shop and she was actually shaving someone. And and some of the staff, some of the, some of the staff, some of the clients, and her were not wearing masks. On camera again. She she needs to fall on a sword, and it's not an issue for the party. It's an issue for the police. So you're telling me because she's not following the rules. Poor fucking terrified man allowed Nicholas Sturgeon to shave him. Apparently, it was his idea. I can't, I can't imagine why, but this is probably the kind of guy that would wear funny masks with zips in them, that kind of thing. 
<laughs> so before it was uh before it was a, a requirement you mean <laughs> yeah before be- i think some things we call them in gimp i was gonna say <laughs> get, get, he's, he's probably got himself get a lo- lovely collection of ball gags <laughs> lovely yes yes sore arm good evening to yourself and yes turgeon to go yeah get the gimp <laughs> <laughs> that be the issue, they <laughs> so when 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 are the the mask rules up in your ancestral tomorrow. homeland? So the end tomorrow, midnight tonight. So the, you fucking escape the day be- to a place where there are no mask rules, like a day before the mask rules end. Well, but it doesn't matter because I never wore a mask. I know anyway. you didn't, but because I am exempt. I mean, I. I... That's nobody else's business except yours, John. Exactly, and and that is the way it always should be. It is nobody else's business except yours. Chrissy says in the chat, "That's a tough wank." <laughs> I think it might well be. <laughs> Chrissy's also put in the chat in big capital letters: "Midnight tonight." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's um, in fact, let's see what happens because I think um, I don't think it'll make a lot of difference with some of these, some of these Scottish people. I, I well, listen. I think they've been. I, I think the Scottish people are a poor, poor reflection on what they used to be. So when we dropped the mandates in July, it was in July essentially. Yeah, yeah. It took about five weeks for you to really start seeing them dropping off here in England, right? Five weeks? But when we... In the middle of summer? Yeah, yeah. When we brought them back in December, it was only for a month or so, but the compliance went straight back up, right? Good season, good But when it dropped off again, when the rules dropped out again, the crash was so much quicker this time. Yeah. And that's in the middle of winter. Yeah. But the crash to to, to I mean you you've now seen the difference clearly you've been in some services and stuff. Yeah. What did you see? Did you see any masks? I think I saw one. So in common services, which is always very busy by the way. Oh, there's a I'd never been to a service station where you had to queue to get in. Yeah. I mean as, a, as the vehicles were queuing to get into the service station I yeah. thought what the fuck is going on here is there some sort of special event? But no, apparently it's just busy. Yeah, it's just busy. Common service is always very busy. Yeah. And and it can also still... I've been there at like 2.30 in the morning and it's still been super busy. Yeah. It is always busy. But yeah, I think I saw one mask. Yeah. The fear the fear is pretty much completely gone. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is, but Scotland's completely opposite. So Chrissy says she can't wait to go shopping tomorrow to see the gimps still cutting about in their oh, face. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there will be. Ah, <sighs> dear. Oh dear, dear, dear. Oh, what do you think of the shirt, by the way? John's John's provided me with one. It's it's snug. Wait till you see the jacket, though. Oh yeah, the jacket's nice. The jacket is nice. I mean, I can't go and get it and put it on for them now. No. But it, it, it trust me, the the jacket is indeed nice. And tomorrow, all three of us will be in one of these shirts. Mm. All three of us. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And in the same room. Indeed we will. And in front of the same camera. Indeed we will. And that camera does not belong to us. Indeed it does not. And that's all we're going to say for now. Yes. 
So, well, I will say that we are we are off to do something tomorrow. We will be able to talk to you more about in about eight or nine days' yeah. time. Yeah. Um, we, we're, we're pretty excited. Well, I'm pretty excited. And it's something, I will say this, it's something I never, ever saw myself thinking about doing. But we're doing it. Well, I certainly didn't think it be involved in something like this and certainly not as a founding member of the board in well, effect. This is, this is it. You're, you're kind of in charge. This is it. Well, I'm not really in charge. Well, I, just, I just play an instrumental part. I whisper in the chairman's ear. You do, you whisper. <laughs> do exactly as I say. Oh my. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. <laughs> no. Right. Moving Speaking on. of whispering in the chairman's ear, what's going on with our favourite mad billionaire? Which one? Well, we only have one favourite mad billionaire. Well, I don't like any of them. Yeah, I know you don't, but the one that we'd like to make... Yeah, well, the one that gives us the most news... Is probably after Gates, obviously, is probably Elon. So Elon Musk is uh, he has been denied our favorite African American. So uh, <laughs> rather than me trying to explain it, uh, I, 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 you explain what's going on whilst I get a better explanation up because well, I have my screen. Well, it would seem to me that Elon wants to buy Twitter, right? Now he's made this quite obvious, and by rejecting the board's offer of a seat on the board. He's given himself the opportunity to then buy more of Twitter because uh -huh. he, he wouldn't be limited to buying just 15% of the shares, which was the deal with the, the, the board. Yeah. So effectively, the board wanted to control him and not have him as a majority shareholder so as they could continue to, to run Twitter as they would. Yeah. But Elon's obviously not happy with this and thinks, I want the whole lot. I want to take the company private, get it out off the stock exchange so is that we can then run it properly without you know these stupid controls that they've got to do um to to appease their shareholders right so elon's effectively planning a hostile takeover now the board have acted against this by talking about a poison pill so i'm now, this is more like your so sure. I want to get it completely right, but I, yeah. I'm on the Financial Times website right now. Right. So from the Financial Times, Twitter launches poison pill to thwart $43 billion bid by Elon Musk. Defense comes day after Tesla entrepreneur offered $54.20 a share. Fucking mean lord. $4.20 is a reference to weed. Yeah. And he keeps putting it in. $54.20. Well, yeah. just $4.20, right? And he keeps putting it in financial offers and deals that he makes just to be a fucking troll essentially yeah, yeah. um so he offered 5420 a share in cash to buy a social media platform i know that it's currently trading at about i don't know 40 bucks a share just, yeah. just above 40 yeah. bucks a share twitter has launched poison pill takeover defense defend off 43 billion hostile bid from billionaire chief uh, tesla chief elon musk First sign social media company plans to fight Musk's bid because they don't care about making profits for the uh, shareholders. Well, does that not mean that they're failing in their fiduciary duty? Yes, it does. And it, it, it has made me, uh, and you, I, and I hope me, so, yes, yes. as Twitter shareholders, pretty angry. Pissed off, yeah. 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 
because we 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 stand to make a little profit at least. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that something in the region of four or five pounds. Yeah, per share. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We we are we are indeed Twitter shareholders. Uh, got a few shares between us. We will not disclose how many. It is very low in number. Yeah. But we are we are indeed Twitter shareholders, and as Twitter shareholders, I want to be able to vote on this proposal. Yeah. I would like to be able to to make that decision for myself whether or not I want my shares bought out by Elon Musk. Now, like I said, do I trust Elon Musk will do what he says he will with the platform? I don't know. But I find this all very funny. I find this all really, really funny. And that's all that matters. So in the first sign there, fight off... Uh, Twitter said on Friday that its board of directors had unanimously adopted a year-long shareholders' rights plan. Well, that's not my right, is it? I would like to have a vote. Yeah. Um, to enable all shareholders to realise the full value of their investment in Twitter. We're going to lose money if we let the board run the show. The board's aggressive move designed to block Musk from building a greater than 15% stake in the open market is likely to end the South African-born entrepreneur's hopes of buying the social media company. I doubt it. It comes as US private equity uh, group Toma Bravo has also expressed interest in taking Twitter private in what would be a rival big to Musk's, although sources said it, it was a at a very preliminary stage and no offer had been made. That is my son. That does. Tom Bravo and Twitter both declined to comment. <laughs> Musk said this week that his offer was best and final, adding that if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. If he sells all his shares, he will crash the stock, by the way. A person close to Musk said that he was not going to budge on that position. No, Dexter. No, Dexter. One minute, ladies and gentlemen. Slight intermission. My apologies. Uh, my son is trying to invade the show. My wife is coming to... It's a hostile takeover. ...coming to sort the hostile takeover <laughs> as we speak. Um, Tom Bravo and Twitter both declined to comment. Musk said this week that his offer was best and final, adding if it's not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as a shareholder. A person close to Musk said that he was not going to budge on that position, but... Reconsider my position as a shareholder can mean more than one thing. Mm -hmm. It can mean I'm going to dump all my shares, or it can mean I'm, I'm going to go on. I'm, I'm going to increase <laughs> my position as a shareholder. Yeah. And remember, there's other ways in which you can take a position in shares without it being you that takes them initially. Absolutely. Under Twitter's plan, existing shareholders will be able to buy shares at a discount if anyone acquires more than 15% without board approval, diluting. An unwelcome bidder. Musk yeah, but all he needs is three pals to take 13% each, and bang, you've got 52% of the company. Well, this is it. Musk offered 54.20 a share in cash for Twitter, valuing the company at 43.4 billion, which is a massive it's, overvaluation. Yeah, that's an overvaluation. It's not worth um, it. Days after he took a 9% stake in the company to become one of its largest shareholders, Twitter's board is concerned that if Musk built a stake worth more than 15%, he could indirectly wield significant power over the direction of the company, even without an executive or directorship role. Of course, he'd be able to. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's talk about Elon for a minute. There's do we trust him? In this one, yes. I think. I think. I think yes. I think. I don't think he's he's doing this probably to stir things up as well because he has a bit of a troll. Okay? Yeah, well, just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think he's doing it for laughs, but he's got the money to do it. 
he, I think he does believe in a free speech platform. I think that that much is true. And and what better one to take than Twitter, which was the proper free speech That's platform what was, until that was what, we, what it was called until That's... it was diluted by years of Dorsey being a toss faced twat. Yeah, and then um, and then leaving it to this guy Parag. Well, you know, Dorsey's still on the board. Right. Yeah, but he's kind of taken a really back seat, hasn't he? How much? What does he own? He owns two point five percent of yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he's nothing. But the rest of the board between them own naught point naught seven. Yeah, shares. yeah, and, they, and some of the board haven't even logged into Twitter. Some of the board own less shares than we do. Mm. That's a fact. Yeah, some of the board own less shares in Twitter than we do. And um, some of the boards have never logged into Twitter. No. Um, Twitter's board is concerned. But this is the other thing that I'm worried about, because Jack Dorsey is just a few weeks out from retiring completely, mm-hmm. stepping down from the board. Yet Jack Dorsey, despite his protestations as of late and his seeming regret for creating this censorious giant that Twitter is, he voted with the board to enact this poison pill. You know what? I trust Musk more than I tr- trust Dorsey. I don't trust any of them. Yeah, but I trust Musk more than Dorsey. Um, the only way for him to take over um, now is for a mutually agreed deal, which would need to carry a significantly higher price, said a person close to the company's board. Nah. No, we're considering uh, Goldman Sachs told Twitter to sell at $30 a share uh-huh. very recently. I, I mean, I, I guess in the same sort of private equity buyout that it would be. And, and now apparently Goldman is saying this is value too low. This all seems very ideological to yeah. me. Yeah. This seems like, let's let's talk about their fiduciary commitments or duties to shareholders. Yeah. The, their, their job, the reason the board of directors at Twitter exist is to make me and you money. Exactly. That is their job, right? They exist to make me and you money. And if they are purposely taking a stance, looking at the the valuation of the company, where it sits, mm-hmm. if they are purposely taking a stance that could ultimately end up tanking our share price, yeah, they need to be sacked. Yeah, they do. Every they last one go. of them. Yeah. Um, now, just, it doesn't matter how many shares we own in this company. We own shares in this company. And as as shareholders, we expect our investment to be looked after. We expect mm-hmm. our investment to hopefully be nurtured, to be, to to be grow, grown. To grow to fruition. Yeah, and to, to, for us to see a lovely little return to, on to our prosper. investment. The board of directors, like I said, exists to work at the pleasure of the shareholders. And I don't think what they have done is in the the best interest of any shareholder of this company. It's not. I I don't think... It's certainly not in my interest. Well, it's not in my interest. You know, even if I was trying to make enough money to take... I said earlier on, I would... Even if it was only to make enough money to buy a McDonald's breakfast. Well, this is it. I mean, we'd probably, between us, if if we were to realise... A higher share price, maybe enough to go for a meal or something, right? Yeah, or may- yeah. maybe, maybe if you're pushing your luck, a premier in. <laughs> but that's 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 not the point. The point is, it's it's our money that they're playing with, right? Yep. And it's it's our investment that they're playing with, and their duty is to make us money and to do what's 
in our interests, not just our interests, but in the interest of all the other shareholders, because this is a company that's permanently for sale. That's why it's on the open market. Yep. I, I, I've invested in Twitter as a joke. I find it funny what I'm doing. Yeah. And also because we should have, as shareholders, been entitled to a vote, right, as to whether or not we wish to yeah. sell these shares at this price. And obviously, I would vote yes. Well, the, the thing that gets me is surely the shareholders should be consulted. Yeah, the board are the board are making decisions that without consulting any shareholders. Yeah, and I mean the Saudi prince that that weighed in the other day and said, "I I I reject this deal." He dumped who asked him? But he dumped all of his personal Twitter shares in 2019. Who cares if he personally rejects his yeah. deal? Right, he's he owns a holding company, Kingdom Holdings, that still has shares in Twitter. Yeah. But him, he he said, "I and Kingdom reject this deal." Well, who cares whether or not you reject it? Your shares, your personal shares, Mr. Saudi Prince, are gone. You sold them. So whether or not you personally reject this deal is of nobody's concern. No consequence. No, because you don't have a deal to reject. You sold your shares. They're gone. Bye-bye. I have more shares personally in Twitter than you do. Indeed. But that's, that's, that's the point, isn't it? Oh, and I also invested in Dogecoin. Why? Fun. <laughs> I had a little bit of money left over in my portfolio. And I was like, what do I do with this? I said, what do I do with this? And then I saw Dogecoin pop up and I was like, oh, that's right that. there. That's the fucking future. So how much Dogecoin... How, how much is a Dogecoin worth? Oh, I bought 125 Dogecoins for 18 bucks. So they're not worth enough for that. They were fuck all, John. Yeah. Yeah. And what are they worth now? I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, shall I? <laughs> yeah, go on. Hold on. I'll have a. I'll have a look at my portfolio. <laughs> See what the Doge is. See what my Doge is worth. So. Why does Elon like Doge? Because he's a fucking joker. <laughs> and also because I think... So, tell everyone to refresh. Spencer says we're back. He can see us. Cool. He can hear us. Are we with you? I think the quality might even be better. Because we're now not dropping frames. We were dropping frames before that. We are running a nice, steady connection. At least for the last minute and a half. So, what were we talking about? Doge. Yeah, so I've lost some money on my Doge. I've 40, lost... 40 cents or something? I've lost 2%. 2%. Okay. It's, it's crashed 2%. Spencer says it seems much better. And he put much in capital letters. So mm, That's good. That is good. That is good indeed. So, uh, welcome back. I'm sorry about that. We had to, I had to restart the router, also known as my phone. Um... I think it was just being a bit of an asshole, to be honest. Although it never did actually disconnect from the chat, did it? No. I could see the chat messages still coming through. So strange. It, it seems like the internet was still on. I don't know. 
Anyway, poison pills were developed as a defense strategy in the 80s to protect companies from corporate raiders and were widely criticized as a way for a company's managers to entrench themselves against attack. I would agree. Subsequent legal challenges reduced some of their effectiveness and most academic studies have shown that while poison pills slow slow an unwanted takeover bid, they do not usually prevent eventual agreement after negotiation. But Mr. Musk has said this is his final offer. Well, we'll see. Do you think he does believe... I I know I keep going back to that question, but it's a question of trust. And remember, this is the bloke that wants to upload all of our brains to the fucking internet. Yeah. I I don't know. Is he just a madman? Yeah. Is he he just... Aren't we all? Really? Deep down, aren't we all just madmen? You just drove from Scotland to here... Yeah. To sit in this well, box of a building. Is, 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 that's the actions of a rational man. Well, it depends what you mean by rational. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't come here solely for this, to be honest. No, no, but I was coming. I would have come solely for this if we hadn't had something else to do. I'd just probably been here earlier. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If anybody can get us flights to Mexico for Tuesday... <laughs> We'll go. We will go. <laughs> I I just want to I just want to make some videos driving around on a mobility scooter with some maracas wearing a sombrero. Ay ay ay! Bang bang! <laughs> oh fucking hell! Is it Wiley oh Coyote? My God. Hold on, hold on, hold on! Yosemite Sam. Fucking hell! It's my birthday soon. Right. And what is it in Mexico? Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de, de Mayo. Mayo. <laughs> Means I'll, I'll have to probably break sobriety at that point. Oh, tequila. tequila. It makes me happy. <laughs> We've still dropped zero frames. I'm quite happy with that. Oh, well, that's much better. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should have disconnected after I cancelled all my leapfrogging. I was going to say, you were leapfrogging quite a few devices off me, weren't you? Yeah, I was, I. Uh, Spencer says, can't believe that John is still functional. Kudos to you. Why would I not be? You have just driven from Scotland to here. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's nothing. That's, remember, remember, during the last um, French restrictions, I did over 12,000 kilometres across Europe. You did? And visited eight separate countries. You went to Sweden. I did. You went to Sweden. And we were all jealous. Yeah, Sweden Sweden was nice. But, hey, we might get back there one day. Spencer says you are a machine. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I can't guess. And the entire, uh, the entire free man team will be together tomorrow. Yes, indeed. All we wearing matching uniforms. Oh, representing our, our our chosen brand. Representing. I'm just gonna put you and Adam up front, and I'm just gonna sit there and think, what are they saying? What are they, what are they gonna say? <laughs> what are they gonna say? <sighs> Chrissy says, "Hold on, you drove down today. I'd be curled up in a ball in a dark room if I'd attempted that." When you drove, well, I drove down over the two days. I spent the night in near Wolverhampton, beside a beside a canal. Mm. Under a bridge like a little troll. <laughs> to be fair, you're going to spend the night tonight in a residential street. Yeah, yeah. 
That should be quite amusing. Should be all right. How many Tesco trolleys will appear around your van <laughs> by the time you wake up? I would hope none. So John has found this this weird phenomenon in my street. Yeah. In, yeah. in so much as there are Tesco trolleys everywhere. There are, there are a lot of them. Yeah, there are. That's strange. I mean, there is a reason for this. I, I, I'm not going to say because that might ultimately end up doxing myself further, but there is a reason for this. Um, so uh, Spencer says it sounds like the gauntlet has been thrown. No, 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 Spencer. That's not the case. <laughs> Just tries to open the door in the morning. Bang, Tesco trolley. Well, that wouldn't work, would it? Because the door opens onto the road. Uh, I mean, I mean, we could put Tesco trolleys in the road. No, you don't want to do that. You're not your neighbours. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it depends which neighbours you're talking about, really, because... So you agree with me anyway. Right, okay. <laughs> Speaking of my neighbours... <laughs> my new neighbours have erected what can only be described as... As a small house. As a small house. A tiny house. In their back garden, right? It has double glazed windows. It does. It does. I, I, I said to you, I think someone's living in that. Yeah. You think I'm right, don't you? I think you may be right. We were out last night, actually. We were out last night um, in the garden, and we saw the curtains in it close, mm. and it was quite late. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, and it's got a proper house-type front door with a letterbox and everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Somebody's loving it. Someone's, they only moved in a few weeks ago. <laughs> One of the first things they did was erect this building. It's like, um, it could be like a, a deformed member of the family or something. What, you mean they just uh, sort of... You know of... like how they used to keep them in the attic? Or the basement. Or the basement, yeah. yeah this could be like the, that kind of version, could it? I mean, I will say this, so... I saw an oven going in. To the tiny house? To the tiny house, yeah. An oven? Yeah, and the walls behind where the oven went were being tiled. It's a fucking... Somebody's loving it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Chrissy says, sounds like my neighbours, they did the same. On the one next to me, it's definitely a shed, but it's fully insulated and double glazed. Yeah. This has clearly got a member of the family inside it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If not, then... Or maybe they've set it as a... Maybe it's a nuclear fallout shelter. Or it's a family of Ukrainian refugees. <sighs> yeah. It could be. Could be. Could, could be. be. I mean, if you go on, um, what's it called? Fucking, where you hire the, the flats. Where, oh, Airbnb. Airbnb. And look in the general region here. There's somebody up on the downs who, who, who rents out what he calls tiny house, right? Uh-huh. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a shed, John. Shed. How much does he rent it for? I looked at it and it was about I don't know about seventy pound for for two nights. Oh, well, it's quite reasonable for a shed. <laughs> Chrissy asks, could it be someone with dementia living there? No, he's quite young. It's almost like he's the embarrassment son it's, or something. It, it'll be the black sheep he'll have escaped yeah. from prison. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like I say it's the the embarrassment son or something. He doesn't wear a shemaiga or anything like that, does he? I haven't seen that yet. But 
We don't know. Uh, Chrissy says, could be someone with dementia living there. No, too young, like I say. Um, uh, my neighbour does keep threatening to move her husband into the shed. My wife keeps threatening to move me into the studio. So, yeah, you know what? I don't care. That's that's the secret. I don't care. There's There's room on the side of the studio that John's in for a small single bed. For a small single bed. If you were a dwarf. I said a small single yeah, bed. A divan yeah. would go there. A divan? A small single divan. No, it wouldn't. Yes, yes it would. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It definitely would. I don't even think you could stretch out there in between those walls. I mean, I will say this. The cameras are pretty deceptive. Yeah. Put it yeah. that way. It's not, as, it's not as spacious as it seems. Well, it's not when there's two large gentlemen in here. Yeah. And uh, a, a very, very large desk in the middle. Yeah. It is a big desk, to be fair. For one man, and it's got so much shit on it. Yeah. My wigs are on here. My coffee's on here. My coffee syrups are on here. My water's on here. John's camera's on here. We're, we're, we're doing, doing well. well. Look, if I do this. Oh, <laughs> It breaks the illusion. It breaks the illusion. Chrissy says single bed and a coffee machine, and you're set. Well, if I turn the desk that way, then one would go along here. Yeah. Yeah, it would. You could, you could lay that, would you? Yeah, it would go quite nicely, I think, yeah. And I've already got the coffee machine. It's down there. It's not in frame right now. It usually is, but it's not. Anyway, speaking of Zelensky. Yeah. <laughs> small, being able to fit in tiny spaces. Yeah. He's warmongering again, John. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, Ben, tell me, how do you prepare for a nuclear attack? Well, I don't know, right? So here, here we go. This is from the Mail Online. Um, yeah, I'm the one with the list today. And by list, I mean I'm just pulling random stories up yeah. to talk about. Zelensky warns we must prepare for Russian nuclear attack and urges the world to stock up on anti-radiation medicine. And build air raid shelters, John. Iodine. As Kremlin exacts flagship revenge by bombarding right. eight Ukrainian towns. Well, they shouldn't have sunk Russia's ship, then, should they? Well, did they? I thought it was. I thought there was a fire on board. That... Well, I don't know. They're, they're, they've exacted revenge. Anyway, right. So, so one, if Zelensky's talking about it, it means he's thinking of doing it. Yeah. Not not Putin, him. Well, Ukraine because do have nukes. Because everything else is told. Sorry, they'll say they don't, but Ukraine yeah. do have nukes. Well, so Zelensky, every other time he's told us something has been done by the Russians, it's more or less been intimated that it wasn't, and that it's been. But we can't. We, we can't. Can, we, we can't okay, confirm we can. or deny anything at this point. Well, we can. We can on some of the things. Um, because we can say that that missile that was purported to have struck the railway station yeah. was not a Russian used missile. No. It was a it was a Ukrainian missile, right? I think that's we, pretty we, much we believe that to be the case at this yeah, point, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> there's an indication that he's fond of a false flag or two. <laughs> But listen, listen to the right. So the media, the mainstream media, are, they don't help anybody. Listen to the way they frame yeah, it. I know. Right, just I know. listen to the framing here. This is the first sentence. Right, Russia is willing to use nuclear weapons to bring a catastrophic end to its invasion of Ukraine. 
Vladimir Zelensky warned last night. Yeah. So one, what's the basis for making that statement? He uh, he urged the world to prepare for the worst by stocking up on anti-radiation medicine and building air raid shelters. The comedian termed war turned wartime leader made the doomsday warning during an interview with national media before sharing the clip via his Telegram channel. Oh, what Telegram? That social media app that everybody wants everybody on the mainstream wants to shut down but now now it's good is it because Zelensky's oh, using, Zelensky's it? using it. Zelensky yep. uses it it's like Trump bad Biden good Putin <sighs> bad Zelensky good yeah he made a similar announcement on Friday when he said it could not be ruled out that desperate Russian dictator Vladimir Putin would use tactical nukes as his war against Ukraine continues to stall the Russian strongman ramped up his offensive today taking revenge on Ukraine for the downing of his Moskva warship on Thursday by mercilessly shelling eight towns including Kiev Kharkiv and Lviv so how how did they take this warship out that's the thing because I'll have to have that, a further look into that. Was it not in was it in Sevastopol? Which I'm, is in I'm Crimea, not sure. Crimea, which is their Black Sea port. I'm which they gonna, shared with Ukraine. I'm not gonna lie, I've not been really near the the fucking but it's like, news lately. Yeah, Sorrel says there's more like a fire on it. Yeah. I thought that's what happened. I thought they had a fire on board the ship. And okay, it, it, and it's not it's not a new ship or anything. It, it's is it really a flagship? Because it's it's old tech. It's old tech. I mean, to be to be fair, this 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 um this comment from Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov is is a bit concerning that he told CNN. He right. said uh, Russia would use a nuclear weapon on Ukraine in the case of an existential threat. While Russian military doctrine includes the escalate to de-escalate principle. Of launching a small nuke to regain the initiative in war. <laughs> just a little nuke, John. The fucking hell. It's no it's, it's gone from just a little invasion to a fucking little nuke. <laughs> oh, I just don't know. Zelensky said tonight, We shouldn't wait for the moment when Russia decides to use nuclear weapons. We must prepare for that. I've been practicing my Zelensky. It's a fucking nightmare. Zelensky needs to be removed. Yeah, but I was practicing my Zelensky. Zelensky how's, it, how's it sound? No, it sounds like awful, but Zelensky's just, um, Zelensky's a, he's, he's, he's not someone you want to be in charge. He's just trying to stuff things all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a warmonger. I'm not saying the Russia will use a nuke, but Russia we'll will lose a nuke. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the fucking there's going to be a nuke goes off, a tactical nuke goes off, and it's going to be blamed on Russia, and then we're going to see all sorts of shit. Anti-radiation medicine and air raid shelters will be needed. If he Russia, said. If, if a tactical nuke goes off, the fucking you just the ball, the games are bogey. Well. It, it 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 always seems so weird to me. Zelensky says something's going to happen or could happen, and, and then, then it happens. Then it seems to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's fond of a false flag or two. Obviously, we can't make any. We no, can't. We can opine. We, we can, can opine. opine. We can opine. But we can't. Uh, 
Okay, so apparently mysteries. You know, this is comment. We're commentating on the situation here. We're not. We're not presenting facts. Right? No, we're not. We're, we're we're commentating on the so-called facts as we are being presented them. And the fact of the matter is, in my view, I can't trust anything that comes out of the mainstream media. I can't trust anything that comes out of this whole fucking incursion, no matter from whom. It you is know, just a little invasion. <laughs> That's why I called it an incursion. So I, I can't trust anything that comes out, whether, whether it's coming from mainstream media or alleged independent media or or even bloggers and YouTubers. Because Just because we can't trust it doesn't mean that you don't have to not trust it. You you trust and believe what you want to believe at yeah, the end of the day. I can't I can't trust any of it. No, I don't. I don't. I don't but but the, that trust or that lack thereof. Uh, extends far beyond this at this point. Yeah, it does. does. I question absolutely anything I hear out of the mainstream media, and that's because I, I, they have so blatantly and evidently lied to us through their teeth for the last two years. Now, they've obviously blatantly and evidently lied to us about far much more than the last two years, but the last two years have really hammered it home, where just looking at basic data says that they're bullshitting through their teeth Mm -hmm. and what really gets me is what really gets me is how much of a hammer the social media giants have been in making sure nobody points out the reality nobody points out the facts nobody points out what's going on it's terrifying really and you know we can go back to my troll right these are people that I guess are so indoctrinated, so mm-hmm. brainwashed, or that, or, or or they're being paid. Yeah. I mean, with this person, I think they're probably being paid because it's been relentless. Same person over a year, create same mo, creates an account to harass me, dox yeah. me, abuse me. The account uh, doesn't get the answer or rise that it wants, and as as with today, deletes the accounts and then reappears about a week later, does it again. Same thing, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and it's been relentless. And that 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 is that is payment, right? Yeah. But still, those sort of people in lockstep with the social media giants that have quashed not just truth, but any dissent. You know, as 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 name of the show, whatever. But any dissent, any questioning of the so-called narrative has just been quashed, has been flattened, has been silenced. And you know what? Someone or a group of people that are correct don't need to do that, do they? So, do you see the... (laughs) Yeah. You seen the latest? Which latest? And the and the bastard son. Has it has there been an update? Has been an update. So someone has said that apparently the first minister became hot and flushed during her visit, and was medically advised to temporarily remove her mask. So that should be an end to the matter. She just can't. She can't. She can't fucking Wait, just go. Let me. Let me just. Yeah. Let me just. Let me just get get. Did she claim an exemption? 
No. If that's what she did. Yeah. At, for the time being. A temporary exemption, she, yeah. She claimed a temporary exemption, and her claiming that temporary exemption should be the end of the matter. Mm -hmm. Fine. I agree with that. Same goes for everyone else. Absolutely. Yep. No fines. No fines, thank you. So, the other thing that I was saying earlier is she's upset all the SMP people. Are all the SMP faithful because she still hasn't got a date for Indie Ref 2? She never will get a date for Indie Ref 2. I know, I know she won't, but these SMP loyal trolls seem to think that they were, she was going to provide a date, and she's not. She'll be, she'll be gone before. How can she provide a date for a referendum that she needs London or Westminster's permission to be granted? Exactly, she can't. She can't. She can't. She can't do it. She can't do it. She's a liar. She is. She's a conniving little snake in the grass. It's 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 the it's the carrot, isn't it? Yeah. Come on, donkey. Come on, donkey. It's the carrot. It's the carrot. She knows that she can't deliver to the donkey, but it's a good enough carrot to get the get the the SMP faithful, as you call them, to follow her. And I mean, isn't Salmon sort of doing the same thing with his Alba party? Oh yeah. I mean, he's he's a joke as well. Yeah, of course he is. Thirty uh, fourth of March, Timber. Come on, everyone knows that's the date for it. Says Chrissy. <laughs> yeah. And she's in hysterics. It would appear about her excuse about removing the mask. <laughs> yeah, I had a hot flush. <laughs> it's it's fine if she would like to. If she'd like to claim a temporary exemption, I have no. absolutely. If she wants to claim a permanent exemption, if she got. wants to claim temporary insanity, that would be fine by me. Or permanent. I was going to say permanent insanity. Yeah. The last two years, it's pretty fucking. Permanent, temporary, isn't it? Yeah, it I mean, the Welsh guy. What's he? What's he up to? He, he, the Welsh guy. What's he up to? The the, the uh, Harold, Harold Bishop. Bishop yeah. yeah, I don't know. What is what is he? Up to? Has he gone back to normal over there yet? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Probably he's pro been very quiet. They've all been very quiet though, haven't they? <sighs> I think there's good reason for that. I think they're being very quiet because they know full well that there are a lot of people pissed off with them at this point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Good old Harold Bishop, though. Good old <laughs> Harold Bishop. He, tr he tries, bless him. Right? He does, yeah. Oh, he's, he's the Uncle Harold, isn't he? He's the, do the ditty-looking man. Oh, he's, he could be your uncle, probably the weird yeah, uncle. Your uncle was a child molester. Oh, well, now, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> This definitely isn't staying on YouTube, for fuck's sake. I'm having a look at the Moskva ship. Yeah. It's quite a big ship. Yeah, but it's old tech. It's not... Um, oh, yeah, it's definitely an old warship. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not a modern... It's not a modern fighting vessel. It's got a helicopter on it. Yeah. I mean... Okay. That's I think cool. it's a cruiser, so it'd be a fair size ship. Uh, yeah, 32 knots, 37 mile per hour max speed. Yeah, um, that's all right for a boat. Two and a half thousand tons. Huh? Two and a half thousand tons. No, that's too small. Or displacement, two and a half thousand tons. Two and a half thousand. Two and a half thousand. It is, it is propulsion is is good. It seems awfully light. Well, it's not yeah. twenty two thousand tons. It's uh, two thousand four hundred and ninety tons. Seems awfully light. 
Anyway, carry on. Uh, it looks like it has been blown up. By what? Not a missile. It says uh, ne- Neptune cruise missile. A ne- um, was was designed by the Kiev-based engineering bureau that, Luke oh, as response to Russia's growing maritime threat in 2014. It's a 16-foot missile that, that apparently blew it up. Um, it skimmed the waves and slammed into the Moskva's port side, causing a huge explosion. And uh, there, there is a there is a no, there's no pictures of it or anything like that. But yeah, it looks like it looks like it was blown up. So oh, there you go. Now they're saying that that Russia is what bombing Kiev and and everything in response for this. Bombing Kiev. Yeah. Are they though? Have you had a look at the webcams? No, I've not. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Let well, me have a look. Although Russia did say that they blew up a tank factory in Kiev. Okay. So, fair enough. But apparently that killed one person or something. Um. Who's this guy? Brit fighter Sean Pinner has been captured by Russian forces after surrendering in Maripol. He was paraded on oh, Russian television, looking clean-shaven with no visible wounds. He said on the broadcast, I am Sean Pinner. And is that all he said? So, second British fighter... He's the second British fighter to have been captured uh, in the besieged city of Maripol before being paraded on TV on Saturday. Ex-British Army soldier Sean Pinner, 48, was known to have been serving as a contract soldier with Kiev's forces fighting off the Russian invasion, John. Looking clean-shaven with no visible wounds, he said on the broadcast, I am Sean Pinner. I am a citizen of the United Kingdom. I was captured in Maripol. I am part of the 36th Brigade, 1st Battalion, Ukrainian Marine. I was fighting Maripol for five to six weeks, and now I am in the Donetsk People's Republic. His capture comes after Russia sees 28-year-old former care worker Aidan Aslin on Tuesday. He oh, had... Obviously, the care worker had no option but to go there because he'd lost his job. <laughs> By not being... <laughs> how would he have travelled? Well, how, how wouldn't he? If he's lost his job because he's not. Yeah, but you don't need... You can travel without that. You can now, yeah. <laughs> well, you could then. True. Uh, there is concern for his safety amid fears he could be treated as a spy by the Kremlin. The 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 aid worker this is. Whoa, whoa, hold on. So, oh, the aid worker. The care worker, yeah. Right. How was he not wearing uniform? I don't know. It just says here uh, his capture comes as Russia twenty twenty eight year old former care worker Aidan Aslin on Tuesday. He'd also been fighting in Ukraine. There is concern for his safety amid fears he could be treated as a spy by the Kremlin. So I shall look for a bit more information on Aidan Aslin, shall I? Yeah, why not? But what do you think? Do you feel sorry for these British soldiers? Not particularly. I mean, right. they've gone in with their eyes open, surely. They realised there was always a possibility of getting killed or captured. So, from the Daily Mail here. Family of beaten up British prisoner of war hit out at Russian claims he is a spy and call on government to rescue him as second captured soldier is paraded by the Kremlin on state TV. To rescue him, yeah. The family of a British fighter who was captured in Ukraine has rubbished claims he is a spy and demanded that the British government help to get him back on home soil. Right, so so this is where the British government didn't do themselves any favours because 
the foreign secretary went on TV went on TV and said if you want to go and help them then by all means go yep but the prime minister said don't fucking go yep so they're going to be treated as criminals yeah they're going to be treated as criminals yeah so you're you're not getting rescued and you're getting treated as a criminal when you come back so here we go Russia's state TV channels broadcast suspects footage of former care worker Aidan Aslan being questioned by his captors after he was forced to surrender in Mariupol this week Mr Aslan 28 joined the Ukrainian Marines four years ago the former care worker what? has dual citizenship UK Ukrainian and so he's a Ukrainian yeah and a Ukrainian fiance Right, yeah, so he's Russia. a Ukrainian. He's not a fucking British citizen, really. He's a Ukrainian who lives in Britain. Well, I don't even think he lives in Britain. I think he lives in the Ukraine. Yeah, so he's a Ukrainian who's visited Britain and managed to get citizenship at some point. I'm not sure, because his brother's name is Nathan Wood. That sounds pretty British to me. Right, okay. I think that, that Aidan, uh, Aidan Aslan is a British citizen who probably got himself a, Rus a Ukrainian girlfriend... So he's gone over to Ukraine. So he's, he's become a Ukrainian. Become a Ukrainian think. citizen. Yeah, okay. Joined the Ukrainian military, and that, that in, in that in that respect, he's probably not a mercenary, right? He's no, he's fighting for his adopted country. But is it yeah. not his adopted country that are responsible for him now? Well, one would think so. If he's fighting not, for their national yeah, army, not the British government, and he's been there for four years in their military. So yeah, I don't think the British. Um, I don't think the British. Government's getting Apparently, Russia appears determined to brand him an enemy agent rather than a prisoner of war. But speaking from the family home in Boulderton, Nottinghamshire today, his brother Nathan Wood begged the Foreign Office to intervene after Aidan was branded a spy by the Kremlin, prompting fears he'll be treated more harshly than a prisoner of war. But it sounds like he will be at this point. It comes as a second British fighter was yesterday captured by Russian forces in Ukraine and paraded on state television. And do you know what? I won't be paraded on Russian state television because I'm not fighting a fucking proxy war. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. Ex-British uh, Army soldier Sean Pinner, 48, was serving in the Ukrainian Marines. Uh, looking clean-shaven with no visible wounds, he said on the broadcast, I am Sean Pinner, I'm a citizen of the United Kingdom, I was captured in Mariupol, I am part of the 36th Brigade, 1st Battalion, Ukrainian Marine, I was fighting in Mariupol for five, six weeks, and now I am in the Donetsk People's Republic. That is one of the regions that's clinked off from Ukraine, isn't it? <laughs> There is concern for safety amid fears he could be treated as a spy by the Kremlin. So it looks like if they're British or if they're of, I guess, any other nationality other than straight up Ukrainian, they're going, he is a spy, comrade. He is. He is spying mm, yeah. on Russia. Although, yeah. let me get my head around this, okay? This is just basic logical thinking. So, you're a spy. And you're trying to spy on Russia? But you don't speak Russian? <laughs> but you join the Ukrainian military? Yeah, yeah. To fight but Russians? You're not really a spy. The Russians are just being assholes. They're being assholes because they can be. Yeah. Now, do I agree with it? Probably not. No. But, you know what? In the grand scheme of things, these people are really... And I, and I don't mean it in a bad way. Well, I do. I don't mean it... What am I, They're inconsequential to the outcome of this, right? Because they are, they've gone over there with their eyes open mm -hmm. either way. 
and they're playing they're playing their part it's not um, it's not something on an international stage here and what they're trying what the media's trying to do is they're trying to make it an international incident effectively when it shouldn't be so it's an individual that's made a choice so 25 year old nathan who's aiden's brother uh-huh. um i actually kind of agree with the statement he's making here he says they are spinning it that aiden's a mercenary and a spy but he's not absolutely not they have no proof it's all lies i agree with that if he's yeah, that's fine if he's living in ukraine he's been part of the ukrainian yeah. forces for four years i i would agree he says they have no evidence they are trying to make an example of him of course they are and you know what they probably they probably believe in their minds that he is these things because he's a british man yeah with the ukrainian military um and they're thinking, oh, he's he has come over from the United Kingdom. He is mercenary. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 probably got the wrong end of the stick. His mother Angela Wood said she ha- also had concerns for Aiden's safety if he was treated as a foreign spy. We have grave concerns and fears, especially if he is being treated as a mercenary and not a prisoner of war, which it appears he is. Yeah. The Russian authorities will have had his documents when they seized him. They will know that he is a Ukrainian soldier fighting legitimately, but they probably don't believe him. That's... And I, I can see the paranoia. Yeah, yeah. Foreign Office, which has always advised Britain not to venture out to Ukraine as part of any lads army effort, said... Well, that's not That's not true. true. The Foreign Secretary said, we fully support you yeah. doing it on BBC News. <laughs> yeah, she did. I remember seeing it. So this is the Daily Mail rewriting history. Yeah. Right now, um, said we are. I think re- there was a there was a swiftly issued communique from the Foreign Office saying no, actually maybe you shouldn't go. Well, well Mr. Jungle Griffin says in the chat, trust is a maniac. I agree. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. The Foreign Office in here said we are aware of the tension of a British national and have been in touch with their family to support them. <laughs> but thank you for your service <laughs> yesterday Pinner was shown on a military TV channel linked to war journalist Andrew Rodenko who works closely with the Kremlin and also shot the footage of Aslin he reportedly told the Russians that he doesn't want war and wants to go home Pinner now faces interrogation by the Russian investigative committee it was announced today yeah, but he doesn't want war and wants to go home now that he's been caught. Now he's been caught, yeah. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he was fine taking the dollar before that. Yeah, um, now, but before before the con or the or the um, yeah, before the concept of the water board was introduced to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. I'm sure, and I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry you been given. I know we shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> yeah, but he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have. I don't know. I don't know what it was people. Silly. I mean, we talk about the fog of war, right? The fog of war. The first, the first victim, the first casualty of any war is the truth. Yeah. And we don't know what the truth is, and I don't trust the mainstream media to tell me the truth. True. I don't. I I know we I know we're using mainstream media as a source here, but we are ripping it apart. We are tearing it apart. We are we are laughing at it. Um. Sorum says, "Remember Liz saying it was fine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does. Mr. Jungle Griffin says, "I take the waterboard over being captured by the Russians." Would it be the Russians as are administering the waterboard, Mr. Jungle Griffin? <laughs> It'll be the Russians administering. <laughs> Unless you want to self-administer, self-administered waterboarding. I've tried that. So you he know was... how it worked. 
I was going. I was. I was going down the motorway on my motorcycle. Oh, it was God. raining. You were wearing a rag, weren't you? It, oh well, of course I was wearing yeah. a buff, right? Because when you're doing seventy or eighty mile an hour, the wind does tend to get forced down your. And it's not just the wind. You don't want you don't want blood, bugs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you don't, you don't yeah. want a wasp in your teeth because that's the last thing, right? So anyway. I, I, I said to my wife, my, actually my wife said yesterday, I, I'd really like a convertible. And I went, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Like <laughs> what you can do, you're AR. <laughs> I mean, they, 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 they look pretty, but they are not practical. They're not. They are not practical. Especially with hair like yours. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'd be thinking, you would, you would come out here looking like you've been pulled through a hedge backwards. <laughs> and and your wife would get fed up with your hair slapping on the face every two seconds. That's true. Anyway, so I'm driving down the motorway at seventy or eighty miles an hour, and it starts raining. And normally, when it rains, the wind just takes the rain over uh-huh. you. But I think because of the way the wind was and the way the rain was coming down so fucking heavy, it was hitting me in the face. And the buff got wetter and wetter and wetter until I was got to the point where I was breathing like <laughs> to try and get air in, and then having to spit the water out or swallow it. I tell you what, <laughs> it's not pleasant. It's I not pleasant. Tell you what, a hundred people sign up to our Patreon, <laughs> and you waterboard me, and I'll let him waterboard me. Live. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Just to know what it's like, you know. Yeah, you won't like it, mate. You won't like it. I'll sign a consent form. Okay. I'll sign a consent form. We won't put that one on YouTube. I'm, we'd probably get away with that, actually. The demonstration <laughs> an, of, of a an torture experiment, technique. Experiment. An experiment in waterboarding. Yes. Chrissy says convertibles are fucking money pits, gorgeous on a sunny day, but they are a fucking bull lake. Yeah, they are because they always leak. So, eventually, anyway. Eventually, they will leak. The second Englishman caught in Mariupol, Pinner's friends expressed deep concern for his safety. Jason, I'm not even going to pronounce well, that surname. At, at least the first guy has been there for four years, right? So yeah. he's pretty much naturalised. Whereas this guy, this guy just went for the money. He's gone on a jolly, yeah. Yeah. He's gone on a jolly. Anyway, this Jason bloke, a, a UK-based friend, said, another former comrade of ours has been captured. Social media seems to be the reason Aiden has not yet been executed. I hope the same for my brother, Sean Pinner. Why do they think Russia executes their prisoners of war? Because do they? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, so his fate is in the hands of the Russians and the separatist authorities in Donetsk remains uncertain in early March around a week after Vladimir Putin launched his brutal little invasion of Ukraine Pinner gave a hard-hitting dispatch from near the front line describing the situation as chaos at the time he said he had endured a week of intense fighting well you can rest now Mr Pinner until the waterboard comes out the 48 year old who previously served in the Royal Anglian Regiment also confirmed a number of his squad had died in the early days of the war saying we've lost a couple of guys today why are you going out there why are you going out there because you don't know what's going on okay and you know many of these people that are going out there they've got wives they've got kids are they, are they going to play action man I think I think it's a bit of misplaced. It's a kind of misplaced valor type thing, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, are they going to play action man? They yeah. they they want or that GI Joe moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
um, and they don't know what they're getting themselves into. I some mean, of them are. Some of, and some of them are probably some of them are probably ex-soldiers who think who think they can make a difference and then should know better, you know. Um, and some of them are just spoiling for a fight, hmm? you know. So uh, I just I just. I don't understand it. I don't. The first British uh, fighter captain in Maripol was former care worker Aidan Aslin, we know. Russia's state TV channels have broadcast suspect footage of Aslin being questioned by his captors after he was also forced to surrender in Maripol. Mr. Aslin joined the Ukrainian. Yeah, we know all this. Why? This is the same story. You're giving me the same thing twice. twice. Is this how they get us to keep, like, scrolling past the ads? Just... Just re retweet the just, same... Or just... Republish the same thing. Yep. Yeah, it's like clickbait, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, there's so much clickbait here, especially on the Daily Fail. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just I'm just scrolling along down here. Um, a hug for Harry. Prince Harry embraces uh, Paralympian David Henson, who lost both his legs in Afghanistan, and whose daughter famously stole the prince's popcorn. How is him hugging a guy news? But there we go. Did he address the nation today? Uh, Henry. Harry and... Yeah, Henry. That's his real name, by the way. Henry? Yeah. Harry's name is not Harry. Yeah, yeah. It's Henry. Yeah. Uh, that's that's another thing that pisses me off. Why can't we just use people's real names? Like Boris. His name is Alexander. Yeah, I know. Why can't we just use people's real names? Because they use their stage names. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking... I'm, I'm just looking along the news stories, uh, the Daily Fail down the side here. So and the top one is this powerful shark cordless vacuum cleaner that picks up everything is over £150 off at Amazon today. Wow. So what um, what did Harry say to the nation? I, Henry? I uh, Prince Henry's... Uh, I, I, see, the only, <laughs> the only story that I've got about his speech or whatever today wasn't even his speech. Says Prince Harry's affectionate nickname for Meghan Markle after hearing his wife's on-stage tribute, Duke of Sussex responds, "Thank you, my love." That's news. Thank you, my love. Thank you, my love. Fuck me. That's news. That's 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 what constitutes news now. That's pathetic. Thank you, my love. That's pathetic. Thank. I I mean. To be honest, he's very clearly, in my opinion, being held hostage by this woman. So it's a fucking victim. <laughs> so I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Palace didn't send in a rescue team. You know. <laughs> I mean, what did she do at night? Did she did she put a collar on him and tie him to the bedpost or something? Do you think they sleep in separate rooms? I think, I think at the very best they sleep in separate rooms. I think he might have to sleep naked on the rug at the bottom of the bed while chained to it. In a fetal position? Yeah, yeah. Going, thank you, my love. Thank you, my thank love. Thank you, my And, and he'll, he'll, have, he'll have two bowls there, one for water and one to urinate in. And if he, if he fucks up, he'll need to drink the urine-stained water. <laughs> Spencer says in the chat, uh, have you not seen him blinking SOS? Oh, fucking hell, man. The guy's, the guy's like, you know, help me, help me. I don't know what to do. He's just, he's gone in too deep. I mean... We had a term for this on the day, okay? Yeah. When a young man gets involved with a woman, um, and 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 he ultimately can see no wrong, and that term was 
cunt struck. That's exactly <laughs> what Sorearm has put in the chat. You can see it for yourself. It says he's being cunt struck. It's halfway up the chat box. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. So, and I, I'm sorry, I wasn't stealing your thunder, Sorearm. I came out with it independently. You can't read the chat. No, I can't. You can't see the chat. <laughs> Only I can see the chat. I am the I am the king of the chat. So yes, that that's what's happened to um, to Harry, and now he has come to. He's probably come to some of his senses, and he's thinking, "How the hell do I get out of this? Because I've really fucked up big style." Oh yeah, because Harry was kind of the wee favoured boy, you know. Yep, he should never have been in this position, and he was a real soldier when he went out. You know, when he was in the Marines, it was the Marines or the Army. Oh my word. But he he was well liked militarily. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a headline. Oh god, Go we, we've gone down again. Oh, I think we're back up actually. It doesn't matter. But I'm gonna read you a headline. A moment of reflection. Photos show Prince Harry looking pensive, as pitch perfect Meghan Markle beams by his side during Invictus Games opening ceremony. There you go. He's looking pensive, John. Pensive, yeah. He's thinking, what the fuck's going to happen tonight? I won't have my balls with me. <laughs> if, if I don't get this right, she's going to lock me in the cupboard again. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the cage. No, not the cage. Not, not the cupboard, Maggie. Not the cupboard. Anything but the cupboard. Don't make me watch. I'm sorry, my love. Again. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry, my love. She's been taking lessons from Jada. Don't make me watch from the couple again, Megan. I Maggie, don't like it. Maggie, Maggie, I don't want to go up stage and up on stage and slap Chris Rock for you. I don't want to, Maggie. Imagine if Chris Rock were at the opening ceremony of that. Yeah, that would be good. Off. Pardon me. Off. Imagine if comedian Andrew Lawrence were at the opening ceremony of that. He'd just come on stage as Prince Harry and yeah. go, Hello, my wife has locked me in the cupboard again. <laughs> please help me. I'm I'm stuck. I'm trapped. I don't know what to do. Please, please help me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just reading some of these headlines, man. Um, I I I just don't understand. Um, I don't understand how half of this is news. Um, no, I, I, not, I, I, I just so this this is kind of news from the palace. Uh, palace say public must assume now the queen won't attend public events after she cancelled engagements due to mobility issues. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she's done, right? Yeah, I think I think she is. I think she's done. Woman's in her late nineties, right? Maybe it's time we stop holding her prisoner because all of them really are hostages aren't they they're all prisoners yeah they're prisoners to the they've got no power they've got no power they are they are basically performing monkeys at this point yeah and come and open the come on lizzie come and open the community center come and cut the ribbon lizzie what are you looking at john yeah, I know. you are you are pensive right now is that pensive yeah Sorry, you, was... they can see you on camera yeah i was just trying to find my bookmarks and um and twitter but I, I just don't understand how... Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, so Peter Kay's not dead. So oh, did we think he was? He got really ill, didn't he? Did he? I thought he did, yeah. But he said, if you're like me, you dance every four years. Peter Kay leaves audience hysterics with wedding quip after returning to the stage for the first tour in 11 years. I, I, I'm i pretty sure he wasn't well. What about this clown Gary Neville? 
What's he doing? I, I've, se I've seen he's got fined for something or other. Well, right, so apparently he tweeted in support of somebody else that got caught for speeding, was it, or something? Right. And he said, I, I, that's me, that's me being caught for speeding the first time in 12 years or something, or for the first time in 12 years, that'll be me over. I get caught for speeding, 35 or 40, something like that. Mm. And, and that'll be me over 12 points and I'll be banned, right? But he also said it was the first time in 12 years. You can't have that, you can't be banned no. for a speeding offence if that's the first time you've been caught in 12 years. Well, no, let, let me, let me... So he, he must have been up to something else. So I've been, I've, so, I'll tell you my court for speeding story, shall I? Yeah, so yeah. I've been caught for speeding. Okay, go One on. time, it was about 10 years ago, right? Right. Now, the only reason that I took the speed awareness course, and no point, uh -huh. is because I simply could not be bothered to go to court. Yeah. Because I was caught speeding in a traffic jam. How did that work? It was a broken speed gun, John. I was, I was doing, so the speed gun said I was doing 42 in a 30. Uh -huh. I was doing 4.2. Yeah. I was doing 4.2 in a traffic jam. And so I did argue to Toss and they were like, well, you've got to go to court or you can just take the speed awareness course and get no points. And I thought, you know what? I'm young at the time. Fuck it. I'll just take the course. And, and it said, if you get caught again, then you'll get points. You can't take the course again for three years, right? That's 10 years ago. I can take the course again if I get caught. Um, but Thoram says, you should have totally gone to court to court for the fucking lulls. Yeah. 4.2 4.2 yeah I was in a traffic jam and the photograph they sent was clearly a very gridlocked bunch of cars as well it was not like oh this was a speed camera it was a guy holding one. Oh right okay right and um yeah yeah uh, I was I was I was doing 4.2 not 42 <laughs> but uh, I, I took the course and it was the most fucking boring three hours of my life yeah it was so to dull. show you pictures of people crashing and dead. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. It was. It was. I got coffee, like unlimited coffee. <laughs> oh, that's something. It cost me was like that, seventy was that, quid. Was that to keep you awake? The unlimited coffee. <laughs> I think so. You know, I do. I think. Probably if I could have a they crash on the way home from a They separated us into tables and they had us do team building, oh, sort of, and. And things like that, and I'm thinking, what has any of this got to go with how fast you're driving your fucking car? It doesn't matter. Well, here's a thing I meant to ask, speaking about cars, right? So I noticed there's a local bus company near us where we're currently ensconced in Scotland. Right. Right? And they've got a completely brand new fleet of buses. Oh, yeah. Are they electric? Yeah. Right? Right. How the, how the fuck do they pay for them? Because this isn't like two or three buses. This is like forty or fifty. Well, there'll be there'll be a private company, right? First of all, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, so are the people that build the ferries, right? Yeah, but how how the fuck did they pay for them all? How the fuck are they paying for the ferries? Well, yeah, the SNP are paying for the ferries. Who the fuck paid for the buses? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this looks to me like some sort of scam. Well, Chrissy says Lovian buses are the same. But they're all the same, because I, I drove by, as I was coming down from Glasgow, I drove um, along the M74, and you can see into the first buses at 
come uh, Domarnock. Right. And they've they've got all these new bays and I charging mean, points. You'll notice for the new fleet of electric buses. You'll notice in this very very expensive area that we are currently ensconced. Uh huh. They're old shitty diesel buses, completely. Yeah. And I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. I really don't. Yeah, because. Well, you think, how long would that have taken me to come down here and if I'd been electric? Oh, you wouldn't be here till another two days at least, I don't think. Yeah, because, and, and it, I mean, even with the price of diesel as it is, it didn't really cost me that much. No. So it's cost me about a tank and a half of diesel. That's, that's not... So I reckon about 150 quid. That's not bad, considering the size of the vehicle you're in. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Um... Spencer says, during the pandemic, imagine the irony of doing a speed awareness course on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good, though. That's been a awareness course on Zoom. We're going for coffee with that man on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to drag him out of bed. Um, I'm still reading through these headlines. Um, this is a headline, right? This is a headline. Yeah. In a, in a newspaper. Go on. Neighbours star Bonnie Anderson announced she's engaged a boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> means nothing to me. Uh, Britney Spears revealed she is scared to have a baby in this world. As she uh, looks back on first pregnancy after announcing she well, is expecting. She's having another baby Britney apparently. Britney Spears? What age is Britney now? I know, she's only just been released from her fucking I, slavery, I, I isn't she? Her thing, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no wonder that woman went mad and shaved her head, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she did well. Um, I'm just reading. Okay, okay. Well, there's a there's an interesting headline. Go on. And we won't go past the headline. But it's just 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 jumped out at me, right? This is why I wear winter clothes in the summer. Mrs. Hinch shares a snap of her extensive bruising as she details struggles with blood clot disorder. Mrs. Hinch? Whoever Mrs. Hinch is. But just... Uh, there you go. But the, how is any of this news, right? How is... How is any of this news? I mean, a lot of it is just this celebrity shit. Um... I, I just, I don't understand. It's not really news, it's just filler. I mean, a WWE star here reveals the type of content she shares on OnlyFans after earning more than $33,000 in her first weekend. 33. That was me. There's someone out there. No, it was me. It was a chair. You weren't rolling the thing up the path. Oh, alright, sorry. Um... That number. That number just pops up everywhere, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's just not a coincidence. Oh anyway, I think um I think we're coming to a natural conclusion. I think so too. We I mean we've done pretty well to be at nearly two hours, I think. And John Ben Sell us. Should you find any value in the small value that we've given you in the form of entertainment, then please, please, we beg and implore you, 
and take out a subscription on patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or subscribestar.com forward slash chasing descent yes you can support us from as little as one pound a month one pound a month there is no reason no reason to say no one pound no reason at all Spencer says, sleep tight, chaps. I'm off to find some Tesco trolleys. Oh, fuck off, Spencer. This was not a prank that I would enjoy. <laughs> yeah, but I think he would. Yeah, well, he might, but... Remember, I'm not going anywhere tomorrow in the van, so... No, that's true. There's no point. <laughs> that's that's true, you're not. Um, But we will indeed see you tomorrow, Adam, in our secret location mm-hmm. so I'm going to queue up the outro now so John sign us off thank you one and all for attending this the 81st episode of Chasing the Set from me and Ben both in the same location goodbye take away those diamonds I don't need those rocks a second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. your line, I want liberty without conditions, work on the docks or down a hole, come out at night and pray for your soul, I want liberty without conditions, I want liberty on my conditions. Diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your 
Liberty on my conditions 